Hey everybody, this is Chris Sanino here with Freedom Real Estate Family of Companies. This is episode 28 of Real Talk, that is Real Talk with Real Estate Investors. Uh, today I'm joined by Mariah. She's with Independence Property Management. Mariah, tell us a little bit what you do for us. Um, I am the Assistant Property Manager for Independence Property Management. Um, I am pretty much the direct contact for you know applicants coming in, residents, you know that direct line of communication, so we can get maintenance issues resolved, leasing, leasing up the um, units that we do have available on our property listing. Yeah, yeah, she's a relatively new person to the team. She's been here for what three three months or so, going to four months. Yep. Yeah, she's done amazing work with us uh, here at uh, Independence Property Management, and like I said, the Freedom Real Estate Group family of companies. Uh, today we're talking about analyzing rental properties, uh, something that you and I both have a lot of input on, and uh, more recently, um, input outside of IPM. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Independence Property Management manages uh, assets all over Ohio, uh, along with the Freedom Real Estate Group, um, and we manage you know turnkey products that come through through our machine of properties. <laughs> um, and you know, like I said, Mariah has played a pretty crucial role in uh, tightening up our leasing and helping and assisting with analyzing rentals, uh, which is arguably one of the most important parts right. of this process. Um, so first, the big question is, why do we analyze rental properties? Like, why do we set rents? And you would think that would be a pretty like common answer, but I guess a lot of people don't understand how and why um, we go through that process and why it's so important. So um, the big thing is our owners, right? The people mm -hmm. that we manage for, the people that brought buy our assets um, and entrust us with the management of their properties, right. um, a lot of their decision-making comes from what is it going to rent for? How is the property going to be maintained? Um, so when we analyze rents, uh, we're looking at what is not only the fair market value, but what is sustainable. What can we put in there with the current economy um, and have a you know cash flowing, cash positive property? Um, after all, I mean, having cash flow is the big goal here, right? Absolutely. Um, so there's a lot of different things that go into that. Um, another reason why we do rent analysis is to be competitive. Um, there are. DIY owners mm -hmm. that uh, you know they're like I just want to have somebody in there and they're willing to rent a two bedroom for four hundred bucks and that's great I'm glad they have somebody in there they're definitely helping a family out uh, but the market rate is like you know eight fifty nine hundred <laughs> so we have to be a little bit competitive we have to be able to set rates that are sustainable um, but also we're a business so we have to compete mm -hmm. um, so there's a little bit of touch and go with that a little bit of balance yin and yang so we'll um, kind of touch on that process and how we identify it a little bit. It. Um, but one of the key things right off the gate when we're analyzing properties um, is you actually inspect them before we put them on the market and before we determine officially what our rent prices is. Can you tell us a little bit about um, what you're looking for when you, uh, what we call QA, so quality assurance, right. uh, these properties before we get them listed? Yeah. So um, when I go in the properties, I pretty much am, you know, walking in and I'm starting from left to right, top to bottom, looking and seeing if there's any issues that, you know, I personally wouldn't want if I lived there um, in the house. So if the blinds need fixed, if the paint needs fixed, you know, the flooring, appliances, cabinetry, the bathrooms, you know, anything that I personally 
would want fixed as a resident myself, you know, I, I put that out there so we can make, make sure that that's taken care of before we actually list it on the market. Yeah. So you're saying you look at the property from the eyes of the resident. Absolutely. Like what would um, put you onto or off of a property mm-hmm. uh, based on what it looks like. Yeah. So that's a, that's, that's a really, it's a really uh, empathetic, empathetic way to look at the inspection process. A lot of us, like even myself including, I'm like, uh, oh, here's a checklist. Here's a spreadsheet. Oh, light switch, check. Right, <laughs> light right. bulb, check. Uh, but you actually look at a functionality standpoint. Like, would I be comfortable living here? Right. And I think that's key. That's really important uh, because we could rent $1,000 properties all day long, but if it doesn't give you that $1,000 feel, it's Absolutely. not going to be a sustainable relationship. Um and also makes your job a little bit harder because mm-hmm. <laughs> then it's just that much harder to maintain that relationship with the resident because right. we're overpricing, right? Mm-hmm. So having that feeling definitely helps set rent in a way that is not only beneficial for our owners, getting the cash on cash return, but also for our residents who have to ultimately live there. Their property has to perform for them too. Yep. Um I, I like to say that's something we do a little bit different than some in the in the market, but the reality is I think a lot of a lot of companies kind of want to gauge is it going to be homey? Is this feeling? That's why we do a lot of there's a lot of staging and marketing, you know, bang and all yep. that stuff uh, because you know you want to make it feel homey. You have to imagine put yourself Absolutely. in the eyes of the resident. So yeah, it's a big thing, and I know that's like still developing. I mean, yeah, we've always had some sort of inspection process, but you're building on that, and um, you know, I really appreciate you because you take the extra time to like, oh, yes, it's standard, but like if we did this, it would make it just this much better. Absolutely. And uh, we're on the fence sometimes about setting a rent rate. We're like. Uh, sometimes uh, you know, our president and CEO will call me and be like, hey, I really need this rent here. What can you do to make it happen? And we're like, okay, update some, update this or add a stove. Yeah, or, add an appliance. Um, something that you know, maybe is a little bit outside of our standard, but just that little bit of extra. It doesn't cost a lot on the front end, but it brings a lot of value back. Right. Um, the other things that we do, right, when we're looking at, uh, that's the step one, right? The inspection is step right. one because that tells us, okay, we already have a general idea of what rent would be in this area. We know what we could get in this area. Yeah. And it kind of says, okay, this is what I'm thinking, right? Yeah. Um, in and amongst that, so while she's inspecting and uh, we're running some numbers, we've already had a gauge of what the rent is going to be set at based on just the market. So we use tools now. I just want to say this. I'm not saying use this piece of software specifically. We do not have any sort of legal contract or monetary kickback from this organization. <laughs> Just disclosure there. Uh, but we use uh, systems like Rentometer, which is pretty popular. Uh, Bigger Pockets also has a little bit of a. Um, they have a rent analysis tool that sometimes I'll kind of feed off of because a lot of our investors are going there to get their rent information. So if we go to where our investors are getting their data from, uh, that also and it's also not bad data. Um, it's it's uh, we'll talk about how it's slightly inflated right now in this market, but um, we go there and it'll give us like a general idea of where the ballpark or where the rent should be. Yep. Um, from there, that's when we make tweaks about okay, well. Yeah, we might want to add appliance or one of these comparables has a um, a pool, a pool, you know, which happened recently. <laughs> I don't know why the rental had a pool, but that's okay. Uh, we can't compete with that. Right. Um, but you know, and we look at different things. Um, we analyze it very similar to how you would like the value of a home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's there's other comparables, comparables in the 
in area they're the same square footage bedroom size um roughly um give or take some square feet and half baths if right. needed and what are they renting for um what we don't have control over is the empathetic side like whoever rented that property did they just say ah rent 1300 and then let it sell in the market until they got 1300 for it or did they rent it to a family member who rented it for 1300 or um did it actually rent for 1300 Like some of those things that like, we don't have control over. So we like to quantify that data a little bit further here at IPM and the Freedom uh, Real Estate Group because we manage over 500 doors here in-house in this building. So with that, um, we're able to look at our portfolio and say, okay, hey, well, the rent at this uh, 3-2 in Monroe is you know 1200 or $1,300 or whatever. That's just an example. Right. Um, is that real? Right? Is this just a fluke because there's five other single families and a half mile that also rented for this amount? Or is this data real? Um, and we'll look at our portfolio. Yeah. Uh, so it's very, very important that we set our rents where they need to be because it's actual. They're performing. That's what we do every day, every day. is we manage assets that are cash flowing. Um, so go back to rentometers a little bit. A uh, rentometer gives like a, a, a range. I right? say, hey, here's the average property. Here's like the upper 25 percentile of like the best of the best. Um, our turnkey product is usually in that best of the best category. There are a few that we sell turnkey that are more of a um, we didn't do a full rehab on, so they're not at our full standard. But we didn't we did some work in there, so we're able to get above average. Um, worst case scenario, we'll bump to average. Now our average is usually 20 to 25 percent roughly below what we normally get for rents um i mentioned this because right now the market's inflated oh yes. okay so um one of the th one of the things for <laughs> our clients is there's a in, in real estate investing there's something called the one percent rule um where essentially your rent should be within one percent of the ARV, which is the after uh, re, uh, after resale value, okay? So if a home is valued at $130,000, it should get around $1,300 in rent. It's not perfect, because right now, everybody can agree, um, our real estate market's slightly inflated. The home values aren't as actual as what the list price are. Um, now, obviously, properties are moving. It's working, people are buying. Yeah. No complaints there. <laughs> We're being in a real estate business, no complaints. Um, However, when we're setting rents, we have to be realistic. Mm -hmm. um, the 1% rule does not always apply. Right. Uh, we try, okay? But one thing we don't like here at IPM is overpromising and underdelivering. So mm -hmm. if we're selling a product and we're like, hey, it's going to get X number of rents, uh, I want it to get at least that. Um, so for me, we're a little bit more conservative. Uh, we try to set a little bit below. Um, in your experience, though, Mariah, have you had a lot of pushback on our rent, like our rent uh, pricing? Honestly, not too much. I think right. people know, like, it's very scarce out there. You know, right. the market, how increased it is. You know, it's a it's a seller's market, just like it's <laughs> yeah. it's it's our you know our market to put it out there. But then, when the inflation goes down, then we have to deal with the pricing there right yeah and so that's another reason why we're really conservative because um and i shouldn't say really conservative we are conservative when it comes to the resident feeling in that we were in a what's considered a post-covid economy mm -hmm. uh which is now a, a relatively new normal we don't even know what that looks like fully because we haven't gone through enough of it to be able to realize it but the market's going to shift eventually mm -hmm. now, i'm not a 
I can't foretell that 100%. I can't tell you exactly what it's going to do, but we know based on uh, past historical data that it's going to ebb and flow. Yeah. Um, so when it does that, if we have a, I keep going back to $1,300 because I was just looking at a bunch of rentals. Yeah. But if we have a property that rented, you know, last month for $1,300, if the tenant stays for a year or two years, it may not re-rent for $1,300. Right. So there has to be some actuality to the data of, well, the expectation is, is we're renting for $1,300. And then the, the conversation we have with our clients is, hey, it may be a little bit less than this. Uh, two years down the road. Right. We're hoping that the market increases. I'd like to keep this tenant, right? And that's part of the reason why you work so yep. well with the resident experience. But I was about to say that's the biggest, you yeah. know, our goal is to keep that tenant for as long as we can. Right. So building on that relationship will further help solidify our rent comps. And at that point, we're setting we're setting the market in our areas. Um, that's another thing we do. We, we, we manage a lot of stuff in similar areas, uh, blocks of each other, so we can kind of set the prices in those areas. Um, other than that, I mean, setting rents is interesting. It's a it's tr it's a constantly moving uh, target. We have to be very very plugged into the market and how it's performing. Um, a, a couple big takeaways just from this to kind of recap. Um, number one, setting rents is really important to our clients. It's really important to our um, our product. Right, uh, it changes. Yes. Uh, we recently just kind of developed into the Cincinnati market and then north into the Springfield market. And those two markets um, are very, very different than Dayton. Yeah, they are. Um, and, and even Dayton's very, very different than like Middletown, which is only like 20 minutes up the right. road. Um, and all of these markets are, I mean, they're not competing against each other necessarily, but our portfolio inside of those are competing. Yeah. Um, I cannot compare... Um, Middletown, even to Cincinnati, as far wow. as what rents are, um, and knowing that, and for us, you and me, to be really plugged in to what's real yep. is very important, um, and we continue to do that. I mean, I mean, we meet a lot about um, the, the listings that we're putting together. Are they? Is this realistic? Yeah. Right. Um, I think even last week was it last week we rented a property on Windermere uh, or I think it was in Kettering. Um, oh yeah. 1359. Yeah. Yeah. So that property, uh, I mean, it was on the market for a while. Um, part of that was the rent. We just had to get the rent right where it needed to be. And we did our analysis and uh, the rent was set um, where it was fair market value for what it was and the asset condition and the previous renter. Like we didn't increase the rent a whole lot from the previous rent cycle. Um, but it wasn't, wasn't moving the way we needed to. So, right. But as soon as we got that rent, that sweet spot, <laughs> it, it, it rented yeah. immediately. And I think actually they're moving in uh, this week or next. And uh, the owner is really, really happy. Um, but it's, it's one of those situations where we kind of, we won and failed at the same time, right? If we yeah. were a little bit more diligent, then that, that rent would have been set properly in a way that uh, wasn't as competitive. Um, and then it would have been a little bit more of a safety for the we had lots of interest. Oh, yeah. Um, and even some of the feedback was, hey, this rent, this is a little bit. Um, so when we finally get it right, that's just one example. Um, we win on rent more than in situations like that. But, uh, you know, that was just that was just a moment that we're just like, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> this one's not moving and the data saying, hey, you should run for this. And right. it's not running for this. And uh, we had to get a little creative. Um, I think we put a couple, like, four rent signs out. Yep. And, uh, spruce. I think we cleaned the inside of that place twice, three times, something just to keep it fresh and neat and nice. And um, it moves. I mean, all of the things combined uh, help with that. Absolutely. All right. Anything else that you want to kind of bring 
for this uh, rental analysis talk. Uh, I think we kind of hit a lot we of co- everything. Yeah, I think we've covered it pretty much. Yeah. All right. So uh, for our viewers out there that are watching today, um, this has been fun. <laughs> 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 and uh, this is uh, available on all sorts of streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I think Google Podcasts or something, as well as YouTube and our website. Um, catch us on our next episode, which I do not know what it is, but Caitlin will go on and just give us all the good details on that. Um, but this has been awesome. Uh, again, this is uh, Real Talk with Real Estate Investors, and we like to end by saying invest smart. And live happy. Nothing on this show should be considered specific personal or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions and information on this show are not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss.